Welcome to the All Your Decisions Podcast. If you are looking for a personal development podcast that is unfiltered and authentic, you've come to the right place. Each week, we bring you the best ways to make better decisions in every aspect of your life. Get ready for an up-close and personal conversation with your hosts, where they will discuss how to lead a better life through better decisions. And now, here are your hosts, Pete and CK. All right, hi everyone. So today we're going to talk about a topic that is very debated uh, right now among the young people. So we know that the young people these days, they don't really like to own things, right? So yep. you, you don't really own a car, you go for uh, ride-sharing services, you... Mm-hmm. You don't even own CDs or music anymore. Oh. For those of you who are old enough, you know what a CD is. What's a, what's a CD? <laughs> Check out, you are not that young. Okay, so <laughs> so you no know, nowadays we have Spotify to provide music, and we we don't even have subscribe subscription on cables anymore. We kind of watch YouTube and maybe Netflix. So it's kind of in the subscription renting culture these days. So. Okay. Mm. When it comes to renting and subscription, it boils down when we face the largest investment in our life. Mm. That's where the decision has to be made, right? So mm. the question for today is, should you buy a house or should you rent a house? Mm. Okay. Okay. So, so check out what, what do you think? Do you have any experience in this area? Mm. I was looking for a house at least three years back because I was thinking of well, buying a house for investment purposes. Mm. But let's say for the purpose of this podcast pitch, shall we just narrow the scope to just Singapore? Yes, let's just narrow down to Singapore and, and maybe we don't talk about investing, but okay. let's say you're going to get a place to stay, right? Okay. But, uh, between renting and, and uh, buying one mm. property, which one would you prefer? Uh, okay, so I was just looking at how to uh, leverage. Okay, uh, so I'm an investor, so I try to leverage this thing. So one of my first thought was to rent out my current room. Uh, I'm staying with my parents currently. So rent out my current room uh, to check. I check the market rate. I can rent around $800 for my room. And then using this $800, I would like to use it as my loan repayment for uh, my, my house. Your house mortgage. Yeah, my house mortgage. Okay, okay. And then I realized that because I'm quite young and I don't know what's a CD, I cannot purchase the HDB flat. Right, okay. So for the listeners who are not from Singapore, in Singapore, the public housing policy is that you need to be at least uh, of an age of 35 if you're a single person before you can uh, apply for public housing. So that's what Chinko is trying to say. Yeah. Okay? So I'm just going to assume a, a few things, like I'm, I'm probably going to live alone in future. So the question will be, should I buy a house or rent a house? So uh, let me just throw out a few numbers that I, I, I looked over the last few years. So between buying a house, I realized a typical house th- that I'm interested in is probably costing around 1.2 to 1.5 million. Right, that should be a condominium. That's a condominium. Yep. Okay. I can only buy a Maybe a one, two right bedroom yes, size. Yes, it's a two bedder to two yep. plus study. Yep. Yeah, so per PSF, probably around 1,005 to 2,000. That's why I have the number of uh, between 1.2 million to 1.5 million. Okay, so and for those of you who are not aware, PSF stands for price per square foot. Hmm. Uh, it's basically uh, how much you're paying for every square foot of uh, land area or house area that you purchase. Hmm. Okay. So I was thinking to buy a house, I need to, uh, in Singapore, there is this rule such that I need to pay a down payment. Mm. And down payment right now is 20% or 25? 25, 25% yeah, in Singapore, 25. right? Yep. So if we assume that the house is 1.5 million, easily my first down payment have to be around 300,000. Right. 
Yes. Yeah. And for, for my age, I think that 300,000 is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, I, I keep thinking whether I should buy a house or rent it. And if I want to rent my current room, it is $800 every single month. Mm. So it makes sense for me. I, I feel that for me right now, at my current life stage, renting a house seems to be more... Um, it, it seems to be... It seems to make sense a little bit more. Right. But, but the traditional thinking is that if you own your own place, you pay mm. the mortgage, uh, mm -hmm. you are actually not just paying rent. Rent goes to waste, right? Mm -hmm. You never collect it back. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you pay towards a mortgage, the house belongs to you. When you sell the house, you probably get, can get some money back. So have you thought about mm -hmm. that? Like, would that work for you? Yeah, I, I did. But then the first thing is, because uh, I think as an investor right now, and probably some of you might uh, disagree with me, but just bear with me. So it is 300000 as my down payment. I could easily use this 300000 to do something else instead of putting it in a property which I probably would not be able to use it until, I don't know, 5 years or 10 years later when mm. I decide to sell the property. And when I sell the pro property, I need to have a roof over my head again. I need to buy another property. Yes. Yeah. So then that money, that 300000 or whichever, would always be stuck in an asset which... I still need to continue to pay for. So it, I feel that at my life stage, I feel that renting a place makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So for me, I used to belong to the group whereby, you know, owning the house is the best idea until I really start to look at the numbers uh, and, and ask myself, what is the true cost of ownership, right? Mm -hmm. Because most people will just talk about, hey, uh, uh, mortgage payment mm -hmm. and maybe a bit, of, a bit of interest. But actually, there are a lot of other costs to ownership. For example, if you buy a place, mm -hmm. you need to engage lawyers. So there's exactly. legal fee, mm -hmm. there's buyer stamp, stamp duty, duty to be paid. Mm -hmm. And there's, uh, mm -hmm. if it's a condominium, you need to pay maintenance every mm -hmm. month. So there's quite a lot of uh, uh, additional, additional costs. costs involved. And when you mm -hmm. sell, once again, you probably need to pay the property agent. Mm -hmm. You probably need to sell, uh, pay a seller stamp duty as well. So mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of hidden costs mm -hmm. towards ownership that once you add it up, maybe it will cost more than your rental. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, the, the way I look at it is very simple. Right now, with the interest rate at a very low level, mm -hmm. Uh, perhaps maybe owning a house is, is something that you you will find that is cheaper because you pay less interest, mm -hmm. right? Because whereas when you pay rent, the full rent goes goes away. Mm -hmm. However, the, the 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 measurement for me is very simple. If I add in all this uh, additional cost towards the mortgage, if the monthly cost and I compare to the monthly um, rental, if it's the same place, all right, mm -hmm. I would just compare the total cost of ownership versus renting. Mm -hmm. If the total cost of ownership is very similar to renting, I would say yes, perhaps if your financial allows you, go ahead and own the place because mm -hmm. you are paying about the same. Mm -hmm. But right now in Singapore situation is that rental is actually very cheap, mm -hmm. right? Rental is very low. For example, let me give you an example is that if you were to get a three room condominium at um, a, a respectable area in Singapore like Thompson area, mm -hmm. right? If you were to buy it, you probably pay uh, mortgage plus everything. Your true cost of ownership maybe can reach about six thousand dollars a month oh yeah right Around there. easily six thousand dollars a month uh whereas when you rent now perhaps the rental will be three thousand to three thousand five so mm -hmm. it's a very vast difference it's almost half mm -hmm. the cost of uh ownership so mm -hmm. even when you deduct away interest probably your true cost of ownership without interest is still at a range of four thousand plus so mm -hmm. to me right now it seems that renting is actually 
not the worst not the worst option mm-hmm. right but is there other reasons why you choose renting if it's just the, other than just cost mm-hmm. why i choose renting is because i feel once i commit to the property at least i need to stay there for a good three to five years because of uh, seller stamp duties and i don't want to pay additional fee for mm. that and why i like prefer renting is because i can mix mix it up my uh, where i like to stay for example this this year if i want to try out living in let's say thompson area then i can stay there for one year enjoy the or enjoy or maybe not enjoy that area i can decide for myself one year later whether that area is suitable for me or not mm. and then probably i can shift to another area bukit merah or whatever just to give an example so but if i want were to buy a property i have to be uh, or, or rather i need to be really sure that i enjoy that neighborhood a lot you are already going to commit to this yeah place, i right? need to commit to the place for a good 300 uh sorry a good three to five years which i feel is a double whammy so mm. if number one i don't like the place um i'm going to suffer there for three to five years mm. it's like if you stay too long in a job that you don't like to do mm. yeah so i'm going to suffer there for a good three to five years number two the money expect will bring me down so another three hundred thousand is always at the back of my mind nagging me that this could be used for a better purpose mm-hmm. so i feel um right now if there is not a lot of commitment i feel renting is a no fast no fuels way of of living if uh, my assumption is we are getting a place to really just stay uh, go we go to work and at night we just have a nice neighborhood to stay at so that's mm. my simple assumption yeah and and now as uh, uh, coming from a perspective of a parent now that i have a younger daughter is that I realize renting actually has very good benefits when mm. it comes to raising children because you, you may want to raise your kid in different environment at a different stage of their life. Mm. And also you might want to follow uh, which school they attend to. So mm. if they were to attend school, let's say in the central area, then I will rent a place in the central area. But subsequently, let's say after four years, five years, they graduate from primary school, they move on to secondary school. They may go to another school that is in another part of the uh, island. Then, then I, will, I will probably want to move over there so renting gives me that flexibility right to Mm -hmm. shift from place to place very quickly Mm -hmm. as opposed to if i own the place and if i want to sell it that there will be some lag time right Mm -hmm. you you can't really sell your house that quickly and choose the next house to buy also will take some time Mm -hmm. um so generally it takes about six months right to have all the paperwork done so Mm -hmm. you are actually not that mobile Mm -hmm. um so to me renting has that as their benefit is that you really have that flexibility when it come to family planning mm-hmm. and should you really talk about family planning like for example if you suddenly have more kids mm-hmm. um, you can easily upgrade through rental mm-hmm. very swiftly and the cost will not be as uh, steep as let's say you want to buy a new place that's significantly bigger mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. these are the benefits of uh, renting but mm-hmm. let's just make it a balanced argument right mm-hmm. so check out what are the downside of renting uh, so what we are saying I was just thinking of the psychological part of uh, not renting or buying so i feel that uh, not renting right uh, not buying i'm uh, not buying yeah because at the end of the day i feel that um, if i were to buy or rent a place this place will have a special place in my heart mm. because at the end of the day every most of us go to work we work for a living and we just want to come home to a very safe spot to really just relax and probably sometimes if we are renting we might be uh, renting with other tenants, for example. And probably if you're having a bad day, you do not really want to 
kind of talk, like, to talk, people. To, talk to them. Yes. You, you just want to have your safe heaven and uh, just kind of rest. So I feel that uh, for a certain group of people, they might feel that psychologically, this provides a very safe heaven for them mm. when it comes to um, living. Yeah, and, and I think another mm-hmm. issue with renting, uh, not just psychological, is that there's some practical uh, inconvenience as well. For example, if you were to rent a place and if your landlord doesn't allow you to do renovation or your landlord is very particular about you keeping the place uh, speak and span, right? You you may not be able to decorate the place to your liking very mm. much, right? Mm. So so that is one downside. Uh, but the thing is, I feel that this, this can be uh, mitigated if you were to just find a good landlord that you can... Uh, can talk to and negotiate accordingly but mm-hmm. it is one thing that i do consider when i look for places mm-hmm. to rent i see yeah then probably another one would be like what pete mentioned just now right at the start would be um, this money that you put into rental it would just be gone mm. uh, every single month that 800 1000 dollars will be gone and psychologically if you add it up over the years it could easily run into the hundreds of thousands yeah, so if you're okay with it, I think it's okay. But otherwise, yeah. maybe if you um, think that this is too huge a sunk cost, probably you should just buy a property. Yeah, and and I think lastly for me is that it is, a lot of people always link uh, staying at a house uh, versus having a house as an investment asset. And, and I feel that if you want a house to serve both purpose, it's actually uh, you're getting a worse outcome. Right, you are, you, are, you are getting neither here nor there. Mm. Whereas if you were to rent where you want to stay, you can really choose an ideal place mm-hmm. and just pay the rent. Mm-hmm. And, and if you really want to just buy a house for investment purposes, then yes, you buy the house mm. that has the highest investment potential. Mm-hmm. But that may not be a place you want to stay. Yep, I agree. Right? So, so to me, renting has this benefit is that you can sort of delink the, the, two, mm. the two purposes and really achieve the best outcome mm-hmm. uh, for yourself. Yep. Okay? Yep, so that's all we have uh, for this episode about renting and uh, buying a house. What do you think? After listening to us, are you still more inclined to renting or actually you are more inclined towards buying? Do let us know in the comments. And once again, if you can uh, like this podcast uh, in wherever you hear this from, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would be great to help us to spread the message forward. Alright, Chinko, any last words for the listeners? Any last words would be um, between buying or renting a a property, I feel it's a very heavy commitment. So do think about it first, discuss with your property agents or whoever before making that decision. Alright, so that's all we have for this episode and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. You have been listening to All Your Decisions. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. To access our best resources, go to the All Your Decisions group on Facebook. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decisions, consult a professional.